0: sync and desist a multimedia network please enjoy
1: Of sync and desist. Welcome, welcome. What number are we on? <laughs> I honestly lost count.
0: We're 83. in the mid 80s. Okay,
1: yeah. Episode 83. But um, iTunes or Spotify, wherever you
0: listen to this podcast, it'll tell you yes. which one it actually is. Which, uh, what is the most popular uh, platform for podcasts? Because I've actually been meaning to ask you this because I know. Uh, You know, Stitcher and Spreaker and, and, you know, Spotify. A lot of people do listen to this podcast on Spotify, right? Anchor,
1: who this podcast is through. Anchor, Mm -hmm. the podcast host. host. Mm -hmm. Anchor just like two months ago, maybe, announced that they're taking over the, um, I think, I could be completely wrong, but I know Anchor and Spotify are working together on the making the podcasting part of spotify better right i deleted spotify completely on my phone and computer because apple baby uh yeah but um and i'd you're an apple never (laughs) even used it because i'd go on spotify and be like oh these songs are old oh i don't use spotify yeah so i don't update the music but for this podcast i can say is iTunes
0: almost 100% iTunes. Okay. Well, yeah. Apple Podcasts. Right. <laughs> um cuz I, I listen to most most everything I listen to is on Spotify. Um and then of course all my video content is YouTube. Uh, I don't really use uh Vimeo very much. Obviously, I don't because I don't even know how to pronounce it. Vimeo. <laughs> um but yeah, Spotify is uh is my my platform of choice. Um and a lot like how you use Anchor for podcasts, you know, as a host to to run it through and then you choose, I guess all the, there's all the different platforms that it disperses from Anchor, uh you know, DistroKid does that for music. So um yeah, but we we cover we cover the bases, baby. We're on everything. So Wherever you listen to podcasts, we are there. yeah and we do thank you for the regular listeners and the new listeners. welcome Yeah, tell a friend <laughs> give a like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff and we, we definitely are, are happy to be continuing to do this um, consistently every week for you guys because we you know we, we started this this project over a year and a half ago now. So, and we we still plan on going strong, baby. Like we, were t- we were talking about that before we started recording, too, is is that we, we have a lot of goals in mind, I think, for the future. And it's going to be really exciting to see where this goes because we're, we're almost at 100 episodes. And it, it's weird. In some ways, it seems like it's been that long. And then in other ways, it seems, you know, way shorter or that it's been a long trek depending on the day. <laughs> So we know I have a weird, strong memory. We've done so many
1: of these episodes, I'm starting to forget like some of the names of the episodes. So, like when I named the episodes, I'm like, did I name an episode this? <laughs> Is
0: if, this if a that's, part two? Yeah, if that's <laughs> the case, <laughs> just just do a part two. <laughs> and
1: to the point, I'm like, wait, did we talk about this on the podcast? Uh, like, we've done so many, I'm starting to lose track. Well,
0: and the thing is, like... Man, I don't lose track. <laughs> you you have a very good memory on a lot of that stuff. Um, last year was kind of a blur to me because so much had been going on in my life, and there's still a lot going on in my life, very very productive things. But we are fast approaching a, another huge landmark of this podcast. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to see what the future holds. But... I think, you know, with, with a lot of the episodes, we definitely touch on a lot of the same subject matters. But I think that's okay because sometimes, you know, things happen in, in life that we need to revisit. You know, maybe delve into a little bit deeper than we did before because we, we talk about a lot of things in passing um, without having, like, a fully-fledged episode on that subject. So, yeah. So I think it's okay if we if we were... Repeat ourselves a little bit, yeah. And Uh, we have new listeners all the time too, so they they uh, may not even be aware of twenty episodes (laughs) ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, some people go back.
1: That is true, and I'm hoping you do. Some of those episodes, but you also have to remember episodes when we switched to anchor. Some of those older episodes got new listens.
0: (laughs) That is true, but we also have to remember that we're also not the same people we were you know 20 30 episodes ago i might be in the same at the same job <laughs>
1: <laughs> back when all we would talk about was our job and then a listener was like you yeah, guys talk about that a lot and i'm like i agree brad i agree with the listener <laughs> 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 we do and then we i feel like we may have dumbled a little bit to try to find something else to talk about and then we found it and boom mm-hmm. and then I, I feel like every we'll have like some rough patches like with the podcast and then we'll find a new niche like it's just redeveloping like doing maintenance as we go because mm. like there are th- like last week's episode we talked about something that we talked about in the first episode of the podcast and that was like episode 82 so like it's approaching a subject with not new lenses, but like older lenses <laughs> with more mature. Well, lenses. yeah, it,
0: more experience under our belt, more looking back at something. Yeah,
1: fresher perspective, like a uh, more fine like wine. <laughs> <It laughs> Takes <laughs> a little, you know, growing up to Ex- get to this perspective.
0: And then also, like the longer we go, like the more like we've always been vulnerable i feel like we've been very honest um and i think people they see that and they like that about us is that we're we're having these these candid conversations and it it gives us an opportunity to just kind of bare our souls and and uh and people feel like we're in the room with them basically you know and um you know, especially if we become a part of, of like your routine, you know, if you're going to work or, or like, you know, you, you just listen on the regular, um, that some people feel like they're kind of in the room with us. And I think that's really cool, um, that we maybe give off the vibe that, you know, we're approachable, even though they can't literally approach us. (laughs) But, um, so, we learn as we go like with the podcast for sure and this podcast has is molded us into different people as well like it's been it's been pivotal in in our growth and uh you guys can can stumble and fall with us but pick yourself back up with us too so um regardless of fluctuation it's just uh it's good it's good uh that maybe you guys are a part of our evolution and we're a part of yours
1: yeah, but uh, how was your week?
0: Very busy, very good. Um, by the time this this episode goes up, I will have uh, done a very awesome uh, job opportunity, <laughs> which is to, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of them, but um, maybe some of you guys are, uh, the Jonas Brothers. I am actually doing a load in, load out for them and uh it must be a pretty intense load in because this is probably the earliest load in time that I've ever had to 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 go uh, and, and, and do that so that, you know i'm i'm wondering if it's a lot of stuff so hopefully hopefully i survive by the time this episode comes up <laughs> but
1: well we'll find out yeah exactly. next time on dragon boss <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah there, a lot of a lot of work stuff back to back uh, going on, but staying productive, staying busy, um, tr- trying to uh get the hang of of that Photoshop and Premiere and everything. So, do you do you like Premiere? Are you are you big on Premiere? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> that was a rhetorical question. I knew exactly. <laughs> I know exactly your opinion on this. But um, yeah, I I've. I've had experience with both Final Cut and Premiere, uh, especially the last couple weeks uh, with Premiere, and uh, I have some frustrations with it. But yeah, this this week for me has just been kind of a learning curve with with um, software. So, so so old, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that that really did sound wow. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you back up your computer? Uh, yeah, I did. It's all the way up to the wall. How far do you need it? Um,
1: uh, honey, where'd you leave my floppy disk? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man.
0: <laughs> Fun fact. I had floppy disks. Um, I had some of my Word documents on floppy disks way past the time that people were even using floppy disks. For some reason, I felt like I needed to keep my files on a floppy disk, on Windows Vista, still using a floppy disk. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I there. Were, it's like, of course, there there was CDs and all that, and and um, uh, fl- fly drives, fly disks. It's <laughs> you like, <failed> your <laughs> why did I put it on a floppy disk? And I found them. Like, a couple years ago, I found them, and I was like, I wonder if I put this in here. I wonder what's going to be on here. Maybe I You failed, M- a, I put my failed a, a written exam <laughs> because you didn't br- have your floppy disk with you <laughs> yeah. to rent clothes. I don't know. I might have had, like, pornography on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have no idea where those are now. Maybe someone's garage somewhere. <laughs> Sold in a yard sale, and some, some <laughs> nanny just croaked. but how how, uh how was your week this week and i don't mean to sound so formal when i ask that question and i don't know why
1: (laughs) He doesn't care (laughs) i really don't no i really don't no um (laughs) so this week's uh, last week's episode was already recorded and ready to go um during the events of what happened in el paso and Oh yeah. and uh Dayton, Ohio, not Toledo. Um but so th- that's just been heavily on my mind uh, a lot because uh back and speaking of written exams uh what year was it, 2012 cuz I took a year off uh between high school and college and I dropped out of college after that year. Right. <laughs> but um even way back then Pre, uh, I think maybe pre-Sandy Hook, maybe. Um, It was around the time of Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook? Yeah. I wrote... That was 2012? It was
0: 2012,
1: 2013, I
0: think. Yeah.
1: But um, in college, I wrote an exam, and I bring it up all of the time. I wrote an exam way back then. It was around the Sandy Hook and the Dark Knight uh Rises shooting. It yes. was around that time. Yes. In college, I wrote an exam on gun reform. And nothing has changed since then. And one, is it's being black and Mexican and white. These two shootings have been, like, very, they, they've been pretty hard. Like, I don't want to say, like, they're hard for me because I didn't go through it. So, like, Mm -hmm. I can't even, like, say that, but, like, it's been hard because, one, the first one, the El Paso shooting was, it was politically and racially charged. The shooter had a manifesto. Right. And the second one was, we always go back, like, like, media always says, like, it was, if he's white, it was mental illness. And if he he was black, he was a thug, you know? Oh, right, right, yeah. Like, that. But, like, this one, the second one definitely was, he was a definitely a disturbed person. He was kicked out of school for having a hit list for his male, male uh, students, uh, co- colleagues. colleagues, school. Colleagues, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And a rape list for the girls in his school. So, I mean, just that and, like, the thing right. that he's tweeted and all of that. It's like, he's definitely a disturbed Damaged. person mm-hmm. and he killed his sister even right in that shooting. But the first shooting was America's biggest domestic attack on terrorist attack on Hispanics in El Paso, Texas. And then as far as I know, six of the nine that died in the Dayton shooting were black. So it's like we're being attacked. Like the two of the three sides of me are both being attacked in America. Mm-hmm. So it's like and and these shootings were thirteen hours apart.
0: Yeah, that was what was so nuts about it is that it's like these are like were isolated incidents, uh, but they're all so close together.
1: But maybe maybe and they time. weren't even like isolated. Like they're separate. But right. maybe because the second one was by both our that it kind people. Of he's like, well, he already had the weapons, obviously. Mm-hmm. So might yeah. as well. Like, this just happened. Well, you know, because
0: he's that, tw- like, I don't know him, but obviously he's twisted. Right. I mean, it, in the political question, you know, that's being asked, you know, anytime these things happen is, uh, you know, should we ban guns? Or you know, is it guns that kill people? Or is it people that kill people? Uh what Both. should what should we do? Yeah. Uh what uh yeah, I I I agree with that. Um you know, of like what what do we do in response to that? Um of course, you know, my always my my initial response uh is is always, you know, sadness and you know, some some people pray, some people meditate, some people Say you know, good vibes out. All these things, you know, and that's Marianne Williams. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and it's it's just it's hard. It you know, it really is hard to like hear a lot of that and then not feel. You know, you feel powerless. You know, to like. You know, stop because it's it's already done. So. You know, it's, like, you can't stop it. And it's, like, look at all these families affected and stuff. And it's not just the people that died. It's, like, it's it's the families involved with those people, too. So, like, I, it's a the thing that
1: pisses me off every single time. Like, it's the cool thing to do now. Like, er- everyone always tweets, fuck your thoughts and prayers. Mm-hmm. And they'll, like, tweet, like, oh, a yeah. picture like a grave. Like, it's already done. Like, I'm sure these people that died weren't islands. I'm sure they had family and right. people that are affected by it, and their family has to now pay for their, um, an expense like in the funeral arrangements that they didn't even think they would have to earlier that day. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with sending your thoughts and prayers yeah. because what can we do other than peacefully protest and yeah. hope that something comes from it because they're obviously we're not in the house or the senate and like we're not in congress yeah so like that's the least that we can do right is send our thoughts and prayers yeah and have them be on our minds because like we were talking about before we started recording like when we said like well yeah we have to talk about like gun reform and like for me like i know like we're both very different when it comes to, like events like this. Like, you may hear about it and not like be vocal about it. And I'm like, God, we gotta do something about it. Like way back then when I was like 20 years old. Now I'm almost in my 30s. It's still every day it's on my mind. Like we have to have stricter gun laws. Like we were talking about, you know, earlier, like. Yeah, I'm pro gun, but I'm definitely pro stricter gun
0: laws. Yeah, so you're kind of in the middle, I guess, of like like don't ban guns, but like who needs an
1: AR15 yeah. to hunt deer? You have to be silent to track down a deer. I'm from the Midwest, like my grandma's late husband had a uh, um a deer trophy head on his wall like he had uh many uh rifles like i i grew up around like guns uh, and stuff right. like that yeah like, you did I'm, like being from the midwest and the um the south like in the south there are illegal guns and here in i mean in iowa like that's where you hunt like yeah a it's part a part of culture. the culture yeah <laughs> you know so like yeah, I'm going to be pro guns, but I'm also like, who needs an AR-15, right? To protect their house, like pull, like pull back the reins. A nine a bit. millimeter can do the same thing. Like, like I agree with what people are saying. The argument is that if the the shooter had a nine, a millimeter handgun, he wouldn't have been able to have killed as many people as he did,
0: right? he still could have killed a lot of people
1: yeah. with a 9mm. I mean,
0: you could kill anybody with anything. Uh, but A pocket knife. But, yeah, you're not going to kill as many people with a pocket knife as you're going to kill with some rapid-fire gun, you know? Like, I've shot in
1: AR-15 and an MK-19. They're very powerful weapons. And, like, even, like... I'm, I'm sure you saw it on my brother's birthday back in January. Oh yeah, I um, know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like I have like I take like shells from all of the um, and I, have, I I don't even know where I have like full like live bullets from, but I take shells from like every time I go like to shoot um, uh. Go to a firing range, a shooting range. I take like a shell, like just like a souvenir or whatever. Um, But I have one from, I believe, the MK-19. But shooting an AR-15 was very eerie for me. Uh, One, it's a very powerful weapon. Like, it it was sending me back. And, like, I was holding it right and everything. It was still pushing (laughs) me back. Like the MK19, not as
0: much. I mean, you and I are pretty light dudes, so. <laughs> <laughs> but still, that's crazy, honestly. But America's number one gun, the
1: AR15, like, is very eerie. So, like, I on. After all of that, I, like I on Instagram stories, I posted like, I love shooting weapons. It's I respect weapons. I, I respect guns, but. It is scary how easily you can buy an AR 15. You can buy, I want to say, like, you can buy an AR 15, like the parts to build an AR 15 on Amazon. Right. Like, it's extremely easy. You don't even have to have a license. You can, the gun show law, you can go to a gun show and buy as many guns as you want.
0: That's crazy. So, like, now, I, I was talking to, um, uh, so I, I went to see a band uh, last week, and they're actually from Canada. And uh, I was talking with one of the band members, and he was saying, like, as far as how they deal with like alcohol and cigarettes, is they basically tax the shit out of them, like really high taxes on those, and they turn around and they take take that money to fund, um, you know like AA, you know, programs and uh, education on cigarettes in schools. Um, Essentially, like, the reason they do that is because, one, um, they want to discourage people from buying it because they jack the prices up so high. Um, And then, two, that money goes towards funding projects that are against it anyways. So... um, now, of course, taxation that's a whole other can of worms to open up, but like do you think that if they if people applied that same logic like in the US uh, or the same ideas about taxation like maybe towards guns or bullets uh to fund you know something similar but for for the gun situation. Uh do you think that would help things a lot or and and uh, I say that not in uh to disregard the the stricter gun law argument that you've made too. This is just kind of like a uh oh hey, what about this? you know so do you, do you think that would that would help a problem maybe or or education or meetings or you know pr- uh, projects that that could be funded? Do you think that those would help? you know, or or jacking the prices more of weapons. Obviously, you know, people will still, you know, get their hands on those things, even with jacked prices, but it's just the, what does that extra money go towards? I mean, do you think that that would help, like, the future generations to be, like, more aware, educated in order to, or me- or maybe it would fund mental health, you know, it would depend on, I guess, where you put that money, but Let's say it was like put to like mental health. If we if we say oh this is more linked to mental health than it is the actual guns, um, I just find that kind of interesting. That idea I, you may not have the answer. I may not have the answer. I just certainly thought it was interesting that Canada treats its alcohol and cigarettes like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like well, even though we know people are going to buy it, turn around, take that tax money and fund projects that discourage people from buying those so that less and less people will buy them into future generations hopefully and eventually would dissipate but i didn't know canon did that I, it's smart now where this, get, like, this guy lives anyways he yeah. was talking about that so well
1: well i i think we should do that but like i just while you're talking like it's way too easy to buy It's like bullets yeah. are cheap like yeah. a box of bullets for like a handgun is like twenty dollars. You seen that Chris Rock stand and up
0: where, where he's just like you should make bullet like what is it, five thousand dollars. <laughs> he's like people I can't afford to, to kill you. He's like, I'm gonna go up to you and pick that bullet right back out of your body. <laughs>
1: Something like that. Yeah.
0: I need that back.
1: But like uh handgun the bullets for handguns are very cheap. I I think mm. a pack a box is like twenty and then like for 100 rounds for an assault rifle is like $100. That is extremely cheap. Yeah, like, no, that's insane. $100. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and like the clips in an AR15 like you can get a lot in there. Yeah. So it's cheap to mass murder basically. Is but I think one, we need stricter uh, gun reform. Like we, the background checks need to be way more extensive. Like, dig a little deeper into the background because, like, they're just giving guns out. Like, I live around the corner. I, I live around Glock uh, warehouse. Like, they mass produce these weapons mm-hmm. daily, hourly. I think we need to make it harder for people to get access guess, to. Yeah a firearm but we also need to one raise the prices of bullets and weapons just guns period i was listening to bernie on joe, joe rogan, rogan mm-hmm. just last night and um i still
0: got to watch that by the way listen to that cuz uh, i've heard i heard it's he he does really good yeah and,
1: but um he held his own So I, I was listening to him and he he brought the idea of like just banning AR, it was just assault rifles. Period, and like you can't go into the uh, manufacturer saying you can't even sell these anymore. You can't produce them unless you are selling them to like the military. Because people overlook the people say like, "Oh, well, I have my Second Amendment right." Well, the Second Amendment yeah, right a- states that you have the right to to bear arms for a well-regulated militia in a free state, Mm. you don't have the rights to weapons unless you have a well-regulated militia in a free state. So it's like the Second Amendment basically says you can have an army. You can have guns if you have an army, basically. Right. But it's single individuals that are buying these assault rifles. Right. And it's like... The access to them are way too is easy. So like when he said that, I I had to think about like maybe we should do just full on need to get rid of assault rifles. It's your right to like you you can hunt. Like I don't eat meat anymore. Like to each their own. Yeah, right. Uh, In the
0: south, it is very popular to hunt. So, like, I, yeah. I get that you know you don't necessarily want to like strip somebody of of that that right. Yeah, you.
1: But you're not hunting deer with an AK-47.
0: Yeah, because cause the big you know the big argument is well, you know, I I need guns for protection. It is my right to yeah. have them. I want a handgun. I want I want like but a, a, hand, but a handgun versus a. I never want to see it though. Right yeah yeah i mean you know i have close friends that um that you know they have uh you know license to carry and everything and and all that that stuff and they carry around with them a lot (laughs) and it's like i get it i do i do get that that sense of security that you feel like you know just in case i mean especially you know in the inner cities and stuff now now that that uh, well you know you're familiar with you know violence in in the city and everything you know we've talked about that before that that you know what it's like on kind of both sides of that fence and like one side being you know the more peaceful suburban areas and then the other side being you know the the high crime areas you know d- d- darker parts of town um i get i could totally understand like I get both sides of of that argument for sure about the the protection thing and um, or the you know I a part of me just wishes that you know guns never existed you know and and well, what <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean like they don't have guns in like th- I think it's the UK
0: yeah. maybe Australia like even the police force don't even have yeah firearms. Yeah, like, there's there's a part of me that wishes that it's like, well, we wouldn't even be having this discussion if, if it never existed, you know, but I do realize that, you know, pe- people do find ways regardless, uh, you know, they find ways to, to commit crimes regardless of, of what they have access to or not, but the argument that we're, I guess, the political climate is having right now is...
1: Well, this week?
0: It Yeah, right now, this week, is... uh you know what are the terms you know like what how should these be okay should these not be okay and i i think it's good we are having this discussion regardless of whatever conclusion that that we come to that we on episode 83 of sink and assist
1: make for the country yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's right we (laughs) we have
0: the same We, we
1: have yes we have the answer this, and is no. sinking, this is not sinking assist. This is Pod Save America. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think we do need like a uh, like Bernie and uh, Andrew Yang. They mm-hmm. both have said like we need a buyback, and mm-hmm. then to like
0: we also need to not have assault rifles. So, like I think, uh, like but he so he's not fighting it. for having no guns at all, like confiscating everybody's guns, N- like no one, like the right. The Republicans are all—they're
1: oh, afraid of it because like, no one's coming for your guns. We don't want assault rifles. You can have your guns, right? You can, you we can just, have your just don't guns. want you to have assault rifles because pretty much all of these um, shootings are of like two guns, two like the same guns, mm-hmm. like a, a two-two-three and an AR-15. So like. We don't need those, so like, I think we need to have a buyback. Like it, it's happened in Chicago, and it works. It gives you an incentive. They're giving you money for your gun. I want to say, I like, guess even a little. more. It's like market value for it's market value for your gun. Mm. So like, you may have bought it for less, but you're gonna get more, get more for it. Yeah. It's like Best Buy with <laughs> the price <laughs> well, match. Well, certainly guarantee. not like
0: GameStop trying to trade in <laughs> your games.
1: <laughs> or Plato's Closet. <laughs> uh, they don't take anything. <laughs> I get all of the money. I'm out of clothes now, though. <laughs> <laughs> and you got, what, $5 out of, out of like, 40 I've <laughs> like, $50
0: for, like, oh, okay. not a lot of Okay, I'm, exa- I'm exaggerating. I
1: went and saw a pair more with that money. <laughs> Hey,
0: that's a pretty good deal then
1: <laughs> sweet deal no but like where where do you stand because mm. like you've been asking me where, where do you stand because <laughs> like yeah i'm yeah. very like i'm
0: i know you're more vocal than i am yeah I think i'm in a lot of ways it's even
1: more so than vocal like i all the time like i feel like not paying attention to what's going on in your country is like a cop-out because like, it's your country you have to know what's going on in your country because it affects you. We have conversations about it every once in a while. So like I feel like you know what's going on a little bit, but I never hear your side yeah. as much. I'm not
0: as I'm not as vocal. But it, it it's kind of impossible uh-huh. to like not know at least something about it. Especially I, if I'm like looking for like I, I need to know what's going on in my country. Um but yeah, as far Which as This is very American Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but it yeah as far as like the the banning guns conversation uh it's i definitely i've gone i've gone back and forth you know i'm very politically in and, the, in the middle
1: <laughs> and also like for the record for the like i've shot like many weapons and you've never even I've held never a shot gun. no i've ne- or wait, have fired I a that? gun you've
0: yeah, never fired a gun um so you've held a gun, which is weird. Yeah. You know, you've held one, you never shot. <laughs> That's a little more. Bob, well, well, I than don't I get I the urge. I don't get the urge to. Shoot. Brad, I'm just shooting.
1: <laughs> I'm just. I'm only shooting people on a paper.
0: Mm. Oh, okay. At a range. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I've shot zombies, at a range. Hey, and we're talking
0: arcade over here. That
1: one. That we're
0: that. going to Dave and Buster's over here.
1: Not like the. Uh, What's it called? Oh, no, I know what you're talking about. Like the targets.
0: The targets, yeah, yeah. The the zombie The zombie one costs a little more.
1: It costs a dollar more.
0: No, but... How good of a shot are you? I'm very good. (laughs) Because I've never actually seen you do it. I've seen pictures of you going to the range, but... I'm a very good shot, Brad. (laughs) I hit bullseye.
1: (laughs) But, like, where you... um, You're... With politics, you're somewhere in the middle. Yeah, and like we, you, you and I, we've had a conversation. Like I've not even brought up like on the podcast to save you, (laughs) but like like, we agree on a lot of things, but we disagree on a lot of things too.
0: Yeah, and like you know, I've listened to conservatives and liberals and libertarians uh, about you know the subject of, of gun rights and everything. It seems like You know, on the conservative side, there definitely is a good bit of, like, uh, we should keep all the guns, you know. And then there's the liberal side. Uh, The most extreme example on the opposite end would be, you know, completely confiscate any and all. And then you have a lot of the people kind of more in the middle conservative or middle um, liberal and even libertarians that are kind of like, well, kind of like what you said is kind of more... What if we just kind of p- pulled back the reins a little bit on it, you know, and and not necessarily, you know, go go door to door like a lot of the a lot Jehovah, of conservative. Jehovah's Witnesses. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, we'd like to take your guns. Um <clears throat> But I like I don't I don't like guns. Um I uh they they scare me. <laughs> um I mean it's good though that it does cuz yeah like, i mean that's in that's a lot of it's, it right that's and that's a lot <laughs> of the point of them and i think as of right now i'm i would actually agree at least for now um as it stands with all this going on i would agree with you uh and i'm not just saying that cuz you put me on the spot <laughs> <laughs> but but i i actually i think in taking in consideration all the different viewpoints that I have heard on—I uh, listen to a lot of people on YouTube and Twitter and everything of, like I said, a lot of liberal and conservatives and people as long in the middle. As his name isn't Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I may have listened to him turning like, the frogs gay. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so you don't maybe like f- maybe like four years ago, I <laughs> listened to a few of his YouTube videos or something, but um, <laughs> I actually haven't heard his name in 5 minutes. What's up? No, I'm just kidding. Um but yeah, uh you know, it it's just it's really difficult for me to really settle on an answer. You know, I don't know the direct like what is the right thing to do now about guns. I don't like guns, but the the reality is we're dealing with them and they exist and many many people have them. So I think a lot of the people that are kind of in the middle, like like you have suggested um what do they call it like a common sense law, like just a more common sense um, mm-hmm. law put in place of of you know letting people keep the the more minor guns and then the major you know more military style guns need to go you know i i, I could I could get behind that at least as of right now, as a, as a solution, if we have to act reactionary <laughs> due to all this that's going on, I think something along those lines just makes a lot of sense to me as somebody who is kind of more in the middle. And I've gotten, I know a lot of people don't agree with me being in the middle too, since some people do see cent, a centrist as as someone who's, who's stagnant and uh, doesn't do anything or they, they like to fence sit, I guess. Um hopefully I'm not viewed like that, but <laughs> but a lot of times my my lack of, of response or opinion to things is due to me still kind of like figuring out where I actually stand on it anyways because Brad, you're almost 30. <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> hey, I don't claim to have all the answers. But um but I, I actually really do uh respect and admire and like that you think that way about it. Because like I said, the the reality is like, I don't see how we're going to be able to confiscate everybody's guns in the U.S. That's insane. It would literally be like, like they'd have to send out so many people to go to every single door, you know, I that's that's insane. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that that especially can't happen like, you know, at the drop of a hat either. So the fact matters we are dealing with like with it this. would be like a buy like it'd be a buy America, but the buyback like, no like
1: taking your guns away. Right. But like, like a buyback it is Well it's it's incentive. incentivized. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Which
0: makes which is how you would get more guns off of the street. Mm-hmm. Of course a lot of there are some libertarians and conservatives that would would say, "Well, hell no! I'm not going to give the the government my my ass, assault rifles, or you, you, because why would I want them to have that? I don't trust them." So then there's that argument too, <laughs> which you know I don't know. I I mean every day we're kind of trusting the government, anyways. That's why we all have phones and we all have uh we're living each day like they're not staring, you know, down our, our throat, or down our backs, you know, so in some ways we are trusting them every day, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, Now, I don't necessarily consciously trust everyone in power, but we are kind of living each day (laughs) through faith that that things aren't going to happen. So, but the ones that are more conscious or, or, you know, defensive, I guess, they feel the need to have, you know, protection. And um, like you said, I think, you know, the handguns or the the, you know, the actual hunting guns seem to be reasonable as opposed to the higher, you know, rapid fire like weapons or you know the 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 ones that we've seen time and time again that these people have gotten their hands on and committed mass shootings have Maybe, you
1: seen the video of the kid that I don't. walked into the um i'm not talking about a snuff film oh, <laughs>
0: oh okay <laughs> uh, of, of
1: the kid that's uh,
0: <laughs> i thought you were gonna mm, have you seen the video where no <laughs> no
1: no no Of
0: um a kid he
1: walked into he's a kid mind you he walked into a gun like show a t- and bought guns. Oh,
0: I have not seen this. You say a kid? I mean like, yeah, kid. You I, can't. You can't see me right now. I just went back in my chair, just going. Is this for real? <laughs> yeah,
1: like uh, around like.
0: 10, this was this
1: was recent. No, no. It, it's it was a video. I think I want to say like the father said, I'm gonna send my kid in there with a camera. Like a hidden uh, camera. Okay. I'm gonna show you how easy it is to get a gun. They sold a kid like three guns. Hmm, interesting. And this isn't even a recent video.
0: Yeah. But I it's probably gotten viral again since or, or did did you just you remember this no, video? I, I just okay. it. I was thinking like the, that video may have been cycling around well, I wouldn't be surprised if if it did, you know, after all this stuff, you know, like videos that have been out for years like we'll start seeing them cycle again but that's absolutely insane and disheartening yeah and to be clear the said i was in the
1: middle i'm well, left. i'm left well yeah left. no no <laughs> uh, on that specific issue yeah. <laughs> i am not a republican No. (laughs) Only in the sense that uh, I love the song Black Republican Uh, (laughs) by uh, Nas and Jay-Z. But, uh, yeah, there's, like, so much more that we didn't even touch on, like, mental health. Well, yeah. That that needs to be a part of, like, the um, stricter gun laws because felons can't have guns, but that's about it. Now I'm surprised felons can't have guns in this country. Yeah, but uh, it's... It's been a long one, um, and we could go even longer. We could, we could,
0: <laughs> but we we're gonna cut it right here. But it was a very, it was very important uh, episode, and it's it's got me thinking a lot, and hopefully, it's got you guys thinking about where you stand on yeah. this issue and too.
1: And this whole episode, Brad has on this dad hat that makes him look like a hunter. So <laughs> he looks like he loves guns. <laughs> no. So we thought it was a necessary no. conversation. <laughs> it, it's the right color of tan to make him look like he hunts. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you all for stopping by this week. We hope uh, you continue this conversation and we don't forget about the um, victims of these mass shootings that you remember and you you get active and you remain vocal and right we you know begin to move towards change right yeah but uh thank you for stopping by this week and we will catch you next week later